I'm gonna trick former guest Ben into making us a theme song. That's it. Okay. Better, closer, warmer. Uh, all modern art is communistic. I want to be the first man to nut in space. Fuck you. Fuck off. Where are we finding it? Why can't we Better, find it? Closer, Why do you guys warmer. keep saying all this change? We're playing Fortnite. Let's have fun. We need to get to that post-World War II mentality where Better, closer, no one in the warmer. world is going to Twitch and typing in climate first. Don't tweet us about how our stuff's inaccurate. At this point, I don't think the N-word tape would change anything. The piss tape might. From New Orleans to New York. It's the Alienos Podcast, baby. Dude, that was TNT. Welcome back to the Millennials Podcast. I am Smith. I'm Seth. And it's the voice that makes you moist, Marcus. Wearing a shirt for the first time in probably years, I would say. First time I've seen him. That's true. I haven't needed one. (laughs) I haven't needed one in a long time. Are are those palm trees on your shirt? Yes. Yes, they are. Beach vibes in November. I dig it. That's right. (laughs) Is this one of five shirts that you own, Marcus? Yes, one of three shirts I own. Even better. (laughs) Five is just way too many. (laughs) Marcus, I don't think we ever ever went to the beach, did we? No, we didn't. I I can't picture you at the beach, really. Why not? I don't know, just something about you You don't don't survive with with the beach. (laughs) You think I'm going to dissolve the second I touch the sand? No, I just just picture you being the guy who would sit like, like, like off the beach, like in the grassy part or whatever, yeah. just drinking all day and watching us fuck around on the sand. Absolutely not. I'm the fucker who's going to like swim for a while, get back on the beach, build like a sandcastle around himself, and then drink. Okay. Then forget yeah, I'm there and wake up and the next day be like, ah, oh, shit, what the fuck? I happened? would not have pegged you as that, so. Yeah. Although I would peg you. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm flattered. I would see you also as a, as, a, as a pier boy, a guy who hangs out on the pier all day. Yeah, and like fishes. I do. Hangs like out on the pier yeah. and tank top roller skates. You know. Yes. Spinning around. <laughs> Absolutely. Flipping quarters at birds. Marcus, I did go to the Santa Monica Pier, and that was fucking baller. Not gonna lie. <laughs> I went there also in Vampire the Masquerade. It was a pretty weird place. <laughs> Hell yeah, there's a roller coaster there. Yep. There's seafood there. Hell there's yeah. a haunted house down the street. It's weird. You know, you should, you should scarf <laughs> Wait, down I a plate that. of crab cakes and then get on a roller coaster. It sounds like the best combination. Oh, yeah. God almighty. Um. So yeah, boys. Uh. You know what? Let's just, we gotta do it. We gotta talk about Twitter. Elon Musk. We gotta talk I'm about sorry. it. It's just, it has oh, been, the fire. it has it's been the burning. funniest week in the history of the internet. <laughs> I'm going to say this right now. Twitter has never been better than it is right now. But it is not because Elon made good decisions. It's because he made incredibly bad decisions that people took incredible advantage of. I I love the fact that Mm -hmm. his big idea coming into Twitter was, okay, pay for verification. 20 bucks a month. What was that, Stephen King? Okay, $8 a month. And now the verification process has obviously been completely exploited by all the funniest people in the world the people who are much funnier than elon who he wishes he was as funny as and now there's a second check mark for the official thing so now the whole the whole thing people wanted was this like they wanted i want to be famous enough to have a blue check mark but now the blue check mark doesn't matter anymore it's the gray one under it that matters so you've just gone back to having essentially the same process the same verification 
um, but with a dumb one that you can have on top of it now. And they have also turned off Twitter Blue. You can't you can't get it anymore. Yes, because oh, darn it, <laughs> people like I said, people were being so funny. I think my favorite one was somebody who made a verified Game Freaks account and said, "In the new Pokemon, you you can fuck them this time." Yeah, <laughs> which is just amazing. That's just the most hilarious thing. There were multiple uh, ones of like fake Nintendo accounts, or like Mario, like flipping the bird or whatever, yeah. or pulling his pants down, like Calvin, getting fucked from behind. But the absolutely <laughs> funniest one in in the context of our the, the hellish world we live in. Uh, do y'all know what the company Eli Lilly is? Yes, they are the um, one of the most evil companies yeah, yeah. in the entire world because they make insulin yes. cost six thousand dollars for a vial. Yeah. Well, somebody had a fake account of them and said, we are proud to announce like insulin is now free. And Woo! their stock dove into the goddamn dumpster when this yeah. happened. <laughs> and they had to then go on to the yes. platform and say, not in these words, but say, no, insulin will, so the, the life saving thing we make will still cost you money. Don't, don't get too fucking crazy over here. Yeah. Their thing was basically like, it we are the, ver this is the verified account. So the thing you heard before, that's not true. And wasn't like the patent on insulin sold for a dollar, so so people wouldn't fucking die. That, and that shit? was polio vaccine, I believe. Okay. That was because I think insulin was just never meant to even have a patent on it, or to uh, have obviously. any sort of like. Yeah, right. it, it's one of those things where both those things are thinking of the exact same concept. The guy who made it was like, "Why would I charge for this? That would be evil to do that." Yeah, because people would die without it. And now the Kirby enthusiasm music plays yeah. as he says this. Because <laughs> um, insulin now costs like what four hundred something dollars a dose, like with your insurance insane. or whatever. This is just insane. It's crazy. It's like that's the tax for being alive if you have diabetes, which is just yeah, ab absolutely crazy. And so all of this has led to um, once again. Let's let's just take a look real quick and be like a month ago. Elon was still in the process of buying Twitter and trying to get out of everything. But a month ago, Twitter was a regular ass website. And now it has devolved to the point where Elon is saying, first of all, they also had a massive layoff. Uh, so did a lot of tech companies. Amazon is the next one who's going to do it as well, which is shitty. Um, but now he's like, we're probably going to be bankrupt. And I'm like, motherfucker, before you got here, this was not happening. What are you, what are you talking about? How did you do, how did you do this badly? Twitter was in the black before he showed up. They had, they were making money. <laughs> and now they are in the red constantly. Yeah, he's like, we're losing $4 million a day. And we have to do blah, 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 blah. Freeze all the code. Make a bunch of stupid-ass decisions. And now we're here. And, oh, and he, he destroyed their work-from-home policy. Twitter was actually one of the first major tech what? companies that said, uh, Twitter employees can work from home forever. Um, which is they, they were like, work from home. We don't care. We have an office, whatever. But he got rid of that policy the day before he laid people off. So people came into the office, a bunch of them got laid off. And then got fired. What the fuck? Yeah. You and it was just a complete. We knew you were a shitter, but I holy know, it's fuck. just a clusterfuck. <laughs> he also apparently was talking about the, the free uh, breakfasts and lunches and dinners that are given out at their headquarters. Yeah. He was like, no one's here eating them, and there's more people making the lunches than there are eating them, and it's costing us more than $400 a plate 
uh, to make this food. And so a person that was fired from Twitter, a woman who's in, who was in charge of the program, was like, no, the plate costs closer to $20, and it was used by 25 to 50% of our employees. And he just went and said, that's fake. Yeah. That's his, that's his whole strategy. <laughs> There's also that developer who, like, he was... He was making fun of a company he owns for having like a slow application, and the developer was like, "No, it's only slow because we had a bunch of dumbass features no one wanted." Um, but it's not really that slow. So then he fired that guy and then implemented the stuff he talked about uh, in his tweets mm-hmm. um, to make that faster. And I was like, "What? Because like literally, if you try to stand up to this guy at all, he just fires you." And it's like, okay, you don't, you don't want any constructive criticism you want constructive compliments that's all you really want yeah yeah he, he seemingly has no interest in actually running uh twitter and as an as an actual you know service for people instead it appears to be just be some vanity project for him now which i mean he did buy it for 44 billion dollars which is way more than it was worth and i guess he can do what he wants with it uh cool use right. of your money i suppose yeah i guess i don't know um, which probably, uh, everyone should probably just stop using Twitter entirely. Um, and all those well, em- fired employees should make a new company. Well, Eli Lilly just said today they're not advertising on Twitter anymore. They're done with Twitter. That's- and <laughs> the largest ad firms in the country are telling their, their people that are advising to pause Twitter advertisements yeah. because they can't guarantee the viability of the platform anymore. Mm. That's hilarious. Damn. So just truly wild. Yes, rich people with money just aren't all that smart. Damn. Yeah. Also, See, that's one thing. also I just have to point out the the best part of this is that when he bought Twitter and fired all those executives and a bunch of other people, one of his first tweets after he did, did all that was comedy is now legal on Twitter again. <laughs> and then all these parody accounts came out that were making fun of the stuff and making a bunch of trouble. And then he went and banned impersonation, basically making comedy illegal on twitter when beforehand it was perfectly legal and had never had any problems there's plenty of funny shit on twitter every day but now he, t- he took it away because he's a it says here on this article a piss baby oh that's funny <laughs> it's well, I, think piss actually, baby. I believe that is the scientific yeah. term i think hold on hold on guys hold on we we got it uh-huh. we gotta give it up to elon we gotta hand him we gotta hand him a little trophy here he is doing a valuable public service right now by showing everyone once and for all the rich people are not smart. Yeah. And proving to enough people <laughs> that Elon Musk does not know what he's doing. Just because you have a lot of money does not mean that you that, that the meritocracy is working, right? It it does not mm-hmm. mean anything. You just you you lucked into it. Yeah. Right. Once again, people and, need to uh, sit back and realize that Elon Musk is not he's not even like one of those rags to riches stories. He was born with a emerald spoon in his mouth and has just kind of failed upwards his entire life. And we're seeing now that he clearly doesn't have any actual business acumen or any real knowledge of the product he bought. It kind of reminds me a little bit on the opposite end of what's happening right now with uh, cryptocurrency, Uh, the collapse of FTX and Alameda, (laughs) uh, which is hilarious. Seth is laughing. This is hilarious shit. Marcus, you you haven't seen this, have you? I don't believe I have not. Mark, no. Seth, I think this is this is important to you because it looks like a like a, a TSM might not survive. It looks like the best day of my fucking life. Let me tell you, because <laughs> FTX has been the bane of the LCS, which is my favorite sporting entertainment outlet that does League of Legends. 
in the world and they sponsored not only the entire lcs and their name is on the screen at all times they sponsored my least favorite team team solo mid tsm who's now called tsm fdx <laughs> and they made a bunch of stupid ads that i hated so much that i'm glad larry david profited off for being so stupid and now they're being run into the ground because their CEO is an absolute madman who is playing League of Legends while all this is happening, by the way. And the <laughs> ramifications of these act of all this, like, I don't even, here's the thing, I don't even know the details of what's really going on. I don't, I don't care about crypto enough, but I know that it's crumbling and I really hope that it takes TSM down with it and I don't have to fucking see their logo on the LCS ever again. It is so beautiful for me. Well, so I should tell you what's going on sure. with FTX a little bit. The basic idea is just the same as every other fucking bank that ever failed. They took your money, they invested it in bad shit that failed, and they lost it all. And then they pretended like it didn't happen for months until the very last second that someone saw their books. They're like, nope, we're good. It's all good. Don't worry over here. It's all fine. No, don't look over here. Everything, your money is secure. Sorry, your crypto is secure. Your funny money is, is okay with us. And then it turns out it wasn't. Your bison bucks. Yes, your bison bucks are fine in our Bahamian vault. Please don't come to the Bahamas. And because, okay, here's the background, by the way. These folks are from the Bahamas. They're, they're not from the Bahamas. They live in the Bahamas in a fucking penthouse. There's like 10 people in a giant, sweaty, nerd sex polycule who are running these companies. And they're all fucking each other. And they're all apparently... I've seen some of the weirdest shit, guys, come out of this. Just because to, to scale back for a second, there's this thing I saw a couple of weeks ago that was very confusing to me called effective altruism. You ever heard of this thing? No, no. Have you, have you heard the term long termism? Yes. Yeah, so may, effective altruism is kind of people who are like, oh, I could feed a homeless person today or I could make a website that makes enough money that one day no one will be homeless again. It's more like I should take a job for an oil company and then donate everything but $20,000 a year to charity. Yes. And then those charities will use my money to, to fix things. Which, if you think about it though, okay, apply this logic to everybody. If everybody goes and gets these jobs and donates to charity, who's going to do the actual work of the charity trying to help people? Yeah. You know? So there's that. <laughs> and then... So these guys are crazy. William McCaskill was this Scottish guy who just, who came up with this idea of like, guys, just get a high paying job in finance and don't want your money to fucking malaria, anti-malaria efforts. That'll be good, right? So he lives it. He lives it now. He lives it. And then, but as time goes on, more and more richer people get involved in this. And they start to think, well, hey guys, wait a minute. Why don't we spend that money on recruiting other rich people? Right? And then they'll spend money on these charities, but we need to improve ourselves first. We need mansions. We need cosmetic surgeries. We need this. We need, we need vegan catered lunches it's to, to, to sell ourselves better to these people. It's like right? an MLM of assholes. You know? Yes. It's like, how can I find a guy who's one level less rich than me so that he can do all the mm -hmm. stuff that I say I'm going to do, and then he can tell some other guy one level less than him that he'll do it? Oh, no. And the, the funny part of this is recently, see, the thing is, in, in a weird sort of way, sure, that's not a terrible thing to do with your money. Fine. You could do that. It would not be the smarter thing to do, but okay, sure. But then recently they were infected by people called the long-termists who think 
that the actual best way to spend our money is not on fighting poverty or hunger or homelessness. No, 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 no. We need to spend our money on preventing Skynet from happening. Give, oh my God. give me millions of dollars to buy politicians to prevent the killer AIs. That's the true threat to human. Because these motherfuckers sit around and think to themselves that if humanity just gets off of Earth and colonizes all the planets in our light cone, there will be trillions of lives. And every decision we make now <laughs> could kill a trillion people or something. And I'm like, shut the fuck up, you fucking nerd. Shut up. Yeah. Like, there are real people right now with real oh problems. Like, and you're worried about theoretical people. It's like how these guys never played... A roguelike before because in a roguelike the one one thing you learn very early on is if you solve your problems now it's going to make your solve your problems later easier so if right now you don't have any hp and you have an option to get more hp you should probably do it because later on you're going to need it so they should learn this print this simple mm-hmm. principle you can learn from any video game it's just like so- solve the problems we have now worry about trillions of people later because we're not going to have trillions right. of first of all, we're never going to have trillions of people on several planets. But mm. we're definitely not going to have it if you don't solve all of our problems now, which you have the money to do. Yeah. Right. So yeah, this is a stupid philosophy. I saw someone describing it as humans getting stunlocked uh, by, by abstraction, <laughs> which is a really good way of putting it. Wow, that is such a good and succinct way to say it. That's great. That's amazing. Um, and, but I just want to point out that the guy behind all this, so FTX, his name is Sam Bankman Freed. Yeah. Bankman mm. is his name. Did he did he change his name to no, that? That's, or was that's, it already? His father, Marcus, his father's name is Joe Bankman. <laughs> Joe Bankman is a fake name that I would use. <laughs> while trying to like yeah. sneak into Fort Knox or some exactly. shit like if a guard if I'm here with like fucking uh, with uh, Matt Damon or some shit we're sneaking into fucking Fort Knox and some guard catches me I'd be like oh uh, I'm uh, I'm Joe Bankman oh right this way sir <laughs> of, of the Chicago Bankmans <laughs> or of the Bahama Bankmans so I cannot believe these people are real and that this is the way it's gone but my, the funniest thing I've learned of this is that is that Sam Bankman Freed's. It's hard to tell if Carolyn Ellison is his girlfriend, ex girlfriend, or Polycule member. But she's in charge of Alameda Research, and someone found her Tumblr where she has many interesting opinions on things. Like she believes in what they call human biodiversity, which is just racism for smart people. Where they literally oh last week, last week we talked about the idea there is no stat bonuses for race. They believe. Yeah there are they're like they're like you are black so you can jump higher you got a better athletic score than we do D- not a joke not a joke <laughs> she also believes that uh that uh men have certain attractive traits and one of those traits that men have that's attractive is controlling all world governments wait that's an attractive trait yeah. <laughs> so she's like but no one has that trait. Like, i don't know i don't know like ayn rand who has TikTok? I don't know how to explain it. I don't know what, what I'm trying to say here, but it's so weird. And she wants to be as part of a Chinese imperial harem group where it's all everyone's fucking everybody, right? But you rank your lovers. Like I like this person the most out of this group, and there should be vicious inviting to achieve the highest rank. As much as you can for other people. Fucking out there doing dick squats. Like, I'm going to have the best dick in this motherfucking <laughs> area. Okay? 
What a psychotic. Looking Marcus directly in the eye while you do dick squats. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. We're doing dick squats across from one another. Like, yes. Tonight, (laughs) you. You got my dick. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. So, yeah, just absolute craziness. I didn't know anything about their. I can't. I don't even call it sexual perversion. That's not what it is. But they're. I don't know. They have all this weird psychosexual shit going on in their their uh, little little house over there. Just imagine the smell <laughs> up there. Well, yeah, because I've seen a picture guy. of uh, oh, the so Bankman Freed guy, and I'm gonna be honest, he looks like a guy who mostly plays League of Legends all day. <laughs> Carolyn <laughs> Ellison looks the same way. All these folks are dogs. It is crazy that you're both Googling. I see you both right now typing yeah. in. <laughs> so I'll vamp for a second, oh. I guess. Oh, no, I, I know, don't have to I know this, Jesus Christ. I know this type. I've, I've met yeah. 50 people who, who are just like this. Uh-huh. Oh, no. My question for both of these people, for both of them, is how do you have all this money and you didn't hire a stylist at some point? Yeah. That's that's not an effective use of money. You're right. Clearly. You're right. <laughs> yeah, the effective use of money is to invest silly. in Team Solo mid and to buy ads. <laughs> and <laughs> and See, Smith, this is why you're not rich. You're spending all your money getting haircuts. Yeah. You're so stylish, fresh Smith. Fresh legs. What's wrong with you? <laughs> you didn't have all this. If you are oozing with freaking fashion advice, then you might have some more money. <laughs> right. <laughs> I spend a hundred dollars a month on fashion, just trying to keep up with the time. Yeah. You know? that's, oh, I can tell. Yep. I can tell. So I'm wearing a fucking tank top. Why do you think right Marcus is stepping it up by wearing a shirt? He's getting a little jealous. Yeah, that's right. I actually for the <laughs> increased my fashion budget for the first time today. I did watch that Super Bowl ad with Tom Brady and his wife Giselle Boondweishen or whatever. whatever. Yeah, and guys, have y'all watched the ad? Yes. Because it's, no. it's literally just a Ponzi scheme. Yeah, it's literally, they're just like, um, it's just calling all his friends. Like, hey, you in on this? You in on this? You in on this? That's all. It doesn't even really tell you what FTX is. It's just like, FTX, Mm-mm. crypto, bye-bye, Tom Brady's here. Also, can I tell the funniest story in the world real quick about Tom Brady? Okay. This is coming from a person who has oh, doesn't know much about Tom Brady, but I know two things. Mm-hmm. And at the end of last season of the NFL, he was like, I'm retiring. I'm done. I'm out of the NFL. Um, and then I know that he went home to his wife and kids for one month and then was like, I'm unretiring from football, by the way. I'm back in the NFL. And then two months later, they're getting divorced. <laughs> Holy I imagine he went home and realized his life was hell. <laughs> These people, he's like, I'll just fucking play football until someone knocks my head off, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> He'd rather do that than face his that wife. That is hilarious. To me. Also, didn't know that his wife is also apparently independently wealthy. Like when I heard he was getting divorced, I thought it was gonna be one of those like Jeff Bezos things. But apparently, they're both just fucking rich as hell, and they're gonna fight about it for some of reason. Course. Yeah, isn't she Wait, a supermodel? You thought he was gonna marry a poor? <laughs> yeah, isn't she a supermodel? Yeah, or she's something? some kind of successful model or something. So yeah. So yeah, she'll be fine. He'll. I mean, I don't know. I guess maybe his son is now too old to kiss in the mouth or something. So he won't be home anymore. Yeah. Uh, he got home and <laughs> he hadn't seen his son in five years, and he's like, "Dad, I don't do that anymore." What are you talking about? Son, you taste like yeah. other people. Oh, what is going on, oh, Marcus? That was out <laughs> detention. See me Yo, after class. Listen, I'm not the one kissing Vince Brady's son on the mouth. What the fuck? 
Ugh. People talk about one of the reasons Stephen <sighs> King is such a good writer is because, like, when he's writing a truly evil character, he's not writing it as if he's writing an evil character. He's writing it as if he is that person being evil. Mm. And that's what Marcus just did. Marcus just yeah. said something <laughs> as a person who was actually awful, and it got under my skin. <laughs> yeah, it did. Marcus, you inhabited Tom I don't know how you did like that, Marcus. I'm sorry it got too, too real for you. <laughs> that was harrowing. Mark- in, in, in the Tom Brady biopic, Marcus will play him for us. <laughs> yes my dream role <laughs> can you i just want to just, just picture that world where they cast marcus as tom brady you see you, you, you wake up to where you look at variety and it's like uh, unknown marcus barkley cast in tom brady biopic <laughs> yeah loser said his, his audition was chilling mm. thank you yes <laughs> oh my god um what else is going on i wonder in the world yeah the twitter thing was I mean, while we're talking about companies sure. failing, Metaverse is also <laughs> on the train of just fucking bombing. Yeah. They have like, what, a hundred um, concurrent users at their peak or something like that? Yep. And they also right. are laying off like 10,000. Right. And it took Zuckerberg, what, 15, is it 15 million or 15 billion? It's 15 billion. A billion. Billion to realize this shit doesn't work. He wanted to make a world where he would be king, and then he realized no one wanted to be there. And exactly. it, but here's the thing: that here's a, the, the good point. Here is that this incredibly stupid decision to make the metaverse by incredibly successful company that once again was having very few problems um, has now cost a bunch of people their jobs because Mark Zuckerberg wanted to build this world. Um, where he could be king mm-hmm. and now 10,000 people lose their jobs because it was a dumb idea that lost money when they could have just made some new stupid Facebook shit I wouldn't care about it but they they would be successful because it was some dumb Facebook no. thing and they'd still have their damn job I feel like I feel like at the very least to get this thing working they could have just like integrated with like a VR community like VR chat like pump some money in there, have like a fucking no, add on, meta to own and people VR would actually chat. fucking use it. I mean, you're not wrong, Marcus, but I would not want perfect like capitalist like VC money anywhere near True. VR that, chat, which is that would be bad in the long run. Right. Like, At least copy them. They got legs in VR chat. I've seen them. <laughs> I've watched them walk around. I know, like in VR chat, within two minutes, you, know, you could you could be Snoop Dogg on the chat. <laughs> And in meta, you just gotta be True. your damn yeah. self. <laughs> Nobody. Nobody. There's, a, there's a fucking VTuber, Felon. I know you've seen it right, Marcus. Felon, who has perfect leg tracking on her model. Why can't Felon? y'all do this? You mean Philly? Philly? Whatever she's called. Okay, I was like, Felon there's, too many, there's too many vowels in the name. <laughs> whatever. I'm like... How is she doing it with whatever tech she uses and y'all can't put legs yeah. in your fucking $15 billion product? Yeah, fucking Centrea's got that shit too. Yes! I don't understand! It looks like Meta didn't pay these, attention like, to the internet in the, the mid-2000s because <laughs> they skipped leg day. It's <laughs> <laughs> mm. pretty good. <laughs> Thank you. And then they also they, they fake the legs for that one recent presentation or whatever yeah. where they're like, oh yeah, legs or we got legs, sure. And they don't, no. they don't have the legs. 
Also, I did see a funny a funny clip from Congress uh, with Mark Zuckerberg where they were like, no, Mr. Zuckerberg, would you agree that you could not do what you did uh, here in America in China? And he was just like, starts being and like... Actual props to Mark Zuckerberg for being like, there are many successful internet companies in China. Because clearly this guy asking the question has no idea what he's talking about. He's like, there are many <laughs> successful companies in China who have a person who started them. And then the guy forced, he's like, you couldn't have done this in China. You agree with me. Next question. <laughs> yeah, literally, he goes, you're supposed to say yes to this. Yeah, he's like, this is an easy question. You're supposed to say yes. And then he just says, you agree with me. Let's move on. I'm like, he didn't. Actually, Mark Zuckerberg, being a real person, was like, no, this, this is dumb. Right. <sighs> so marcus i know that you are our, our resident vr enjoyer yes. here did you Ooh. have any interest in the metaverse or are you i think i think you more as a games guy right yeah absolutely not like <laughs> when i heard about the metaverse i was like oh cool they're gonna have like some weird vr hub thing and you know you'll you'll do all your vr shit from there but then i learned it was like oh yeah you get to buy fucking land there and build fucking weird fake buildings and put your nfts on a wall i'm like all right that, that gets fuck out of here this is stupid <laughs> and and no one's gonna fucking participate yeah. this i mean people did and they lost a shit ton of money but yeah no I, i'm more about the games i like the oculus the oculus too because it was a cheap way for me to play vr wait a minute probably gonna play some uh, wait a minute marcus oh. we need an update on something you okay. got into the NFT game, and we never got oh, a follow. Yeah. <laughs> what happened with this NFT? So, okay. are you rich? Now? So I, I, that's why he has a shirt. Not, not quite. <laughs> not quite yet. I haven't gotten the NFT yet. I will absolutely update you Marcus, when I do. When we talked about it, you said you were going to get it like the next day. More. That's what they fucking said, but you know, it's not here yet. It's not, it's not here it's yet. Not, it's digital. Wallet. It's not here yet. We, you see, NFTs are failing left and right, so <laughs> it's going to take them a little longer to put it in my wallet, I guess. I don't fucking know. <laughs> but yeah, I'll, I'll definitely update you when, when, when this PNG takes. gets into right your now, inbox. Got gotcha. That's Do you right. know yet I wonder how much it's gonna be which worth. anime girl you'll be getting? <laughs> no. Apparently, they're like weird like card packs. So it's like randomized oh, or something. Mixing oh, NFTs with Go booster back. packs. Booster packs. Let's talk. <laughs> right. I don't know. That's that's how it's described. It's like, oh, you'll get a fucking card, and like it's first come first serve, and if you don't get like one of the premium cards, you'll get something else. I'm like, what? What the fuck are y'all talking about? I barely know what any of this is. Marcus, you're just talking Magic the Gathering. So, you're just describing Magic the Gathering right now. Right. But yeah. I spent I spent so much time in this game. I'm not deleting it now, and I might get an NFT. So woohoo! Speaking of anime girls, <laughs> go. I got to comment on something real fast. Have y'all boys seen this new video game coming out or mobile game or something called uh, uh, Nike Goddess of Victory? No. Yes. Oh. Yeah, okay, Marcus, what I'm talking about. <laughs> This might be one of the most egregious games I have ever seen in my life. I was watching a, a, a VTuber play it, Selin Totsky play it, and I could not believe what this game is doing. 
It is <laughs> so blatant. It, it's just beyond words. It's an immersive sci-fi RPG. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> air quotes. Biggest air quotes. Hey, Seth, do you like shooting robots? Is that, is that a fun thing? You like shooting ro- robots? I mean, if they're the enemies, but I also like playing as a right. robot. Right, but if they're like bad guy robots that are like attacking you, you you'll, you'll shoot them right with your gun, with your your with your, sure. your character on the screen. Yeah, you'll do that. Yeah. Now, what if your character was an anime girl? I would That's also shoot. weird, yeah. right? Still okay. Now, what if the camera angle was over her shoulder, and when she leans up to shoot, it just shows you the entire ass with jiggle physics the entire time? Wait a minute, uh, I, I'm confused. There's definitely confused a market for as it. the perspective here. Uh-huh. I, I, okay, I'm going to pull up the gameplay video while we talk about this. Uh-huh. Go ahead. <laughs> For folks at home. Don't you worry. I got one uh, ready. The, the pose that they <laughs> use in this game is heinous. I don't know how. I don't know how anyone could possibly. Oh, my God. Marcus has posted a video. So it's going to watch it. <laughs> I'm going right. to vamp for a second here. I can't watch it. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. I watched it for a second. <laughs> okay. Good, good prank they played on me. There's no way this is actually a real game. <laughs> but that's good. Don't let your wife see right. that one, Seth. Um, half the, basically, half the screen is anime. It is, and and the, it is and truly, the is the you had to work fight. your hardest to make this angle work. Mm-hmm. It's really, really hard to make that angle actually happen in real life. Yeah. So... Fantastic work there on on Nike Goddess of Victory. <laughs> Devs. Oh, um, I wonder if the Nike brand is like, can you? We'll pay you anything to rename this game. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they use two K's in the name because I guess that's mm-hmm. closer to how it's actually spelled in Greek. Um, but yeah, because in Greek it's Still, spelled with a C, it's or maybe like nice. maybe Nike partners with them and the anime girls wear like. Nike sweatshirts over their ass so they don't have to see it. Yeah, Nike does a, a cross motion just to put, just to cover them up. Like, yeah. these anime girls, yeah. it's too much, guys. <laughs> so, yeah, that was that was bizarre. Uh, also, I guess a fun uh, thing I, I'll talk to y'all about real quick is just today, today, this very day, um, Bank of America released a report about a certain company that's near and oh. dear to my heart uh, called Hasbro. Mm-hmm. And as part of them, which is the coast and their analysis says that Hasbro and which is the coast are exploiting magic, the gathering for short-term profit at the long-term cost of the brand. Okay. Which is extremely mm-hmm. true. They talk to uh, players, to collectors, to distributors, to go- game stores. And they were all everyone from top to bottom was like, "The way things are going, are bad. We don't know why Wizards is doing this. They're printing too much shit that's garbage. No one wants. They're offering us a hundred and sixty dollars secret layer every month. Like, who can keep up with this? And when Bank of America is telling you that you're doing something too egregious." And they downgrade your stock from uh from what was it? It was buy to not even it went no it went from uh definitely buy to buy to underperforming in a single day. <clears throat> uh probably something's Jesus. wrong. So as a the, as our guy who's you know on the ground in Magic Gathering, what what slash when is the breaking point? 
Um, uh, the breaking point, I think, Magic 30th, the $1,000 for four booster packs was a real big moment for people to turn away from, from this. Realize this is pure just grift at this point. Um, I feel like next year when we get the Doctor Who set and the Lord of the Rings set, oh shit! I just feel like there's <laughs> only so far you can make people go before they're ha they have too much of this. Um, they're printing garbage, tons of garbage, and no one wants it. It's piling up. LGSs can't sell it. And if, L if LGSs can't sell it, they take a loss on the product, right? That is bad for LGSs. If they close down, where will you play the game? At home in my garage. And they don't care where you play the game. They don't care about you. They don't care about LGS. They care about you continuing to buy the product. They don't care if you play. They don't give a shit. Yeah. So it's like standard the big the, the, the literally the standard format of the game is dying and wizards is now asking why is what standard dying what happened guys <laughs> well it's because you print tons of garbage and it costs too much to fucking play and the cards rotate out yeah it's it's not good it's just it's a bad way you know I mean, the problem so, with magic for me is very simple the other day or a couple months ago smith was in my neck of the woods we were playing magic together i had this one card that was pretty good uh it cost one blue and it couldn't be blocked basically unless he had the same type which he didn't and all i had to do to keep it was pay one blue mana every turn and then so i, I did pretty well with that one and he was like oh i should upgrade that card for you there's a version of it that um doesn't make you pay the mana and i'm like okay well that sounds <clears throat> overpowered um why why is this one what, what 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 why is this card out there he's like oh that one costs more i'm like okay so literally <clears throat> It's true. You just pay more and you have an actual straight up better card, better version of a card. Whereas, I mean, I hate to harp on this, but I think Magic the Gathering can learn a lot from Slay the Spire. Because I feel like there, I'm not sure if there's any physical, physical card games that have this mechanic, but I think it would be great if you had a card and it could be upgraded, like by, I don't know, turning it upside down or something based on how well you were doing in the game or like hitting some kind of benchmark in the actual game you're playing it's like okay now you upgrade it okay now it doesn't cost this mana and now it has this much power but it just seems so weird so arbitrary to me that oh i opened this card or i paid two times as much as you did so now i'm gonna win this game you know it just seems so that's, for me that was like i'll play magic with you and like have the cards we already have i just i could never even bring myself to buy a magic card these days um, <clears throat> the reason it works that way, Seth, is because they put the more powerful cards at the rarer rarities yeah. and they print them at smaller quantities to sell more packs. Like, you'll buy them, they're called chasing, chase cards, literally. You'll chase after them and the stores will buy cases and cases and crack them open and it's going to singles out and sell yeah. those. And what's that term for when you, you're like really addicted to a drug and you want to like keep getting that high? I feel like there's a, there's a, a famous term for that. I can't think of it off the top of my head. Um, the gateway drug. Chasing Chase the dragon. My. There we go. There we chase it. Ah, okay, there you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's just my problem with card games not named Slay the Spire. <laughs> yeah, I think Slay the Spire is a very different from a card game. Well, yeah, uh, like well, it's like about to be a gathering. physical card game. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, baby. You're, talking, you're looking at a top tier backer, by the way. Oh, I went. All, I went. Oh, oh shit. 
I'm, yeah. How much is all in? Uh, she's a cool two hundred and ten dollars. Oh, oh shit! I mean, once again, that is I, significantly less than I thought it my, would be. My my defense of this purchase is that Slay the Spire is my favorite video game of all time, probably, and I would. Mm. I feel like I owe them that for the amount of enjoyment I've gotten out of the game. Mm -hmm. Are there going to be any new characters in it? It's the four main characters. If you back at the top tier, which is what I did, you get a box full of cards, like physical versions of the cards, but with the beta art from the game, like the the secondary art they didn't choose. (gasps) You get all those cards. They did that in the game game too. Hell yeah. So yeah, I love Slay the Spire, and I think every game can learn from it. Sorry, we're we're really enjoying Slay the Spire. Yeah. I'm happy for y'all. That game was good. I like it as well. I'm not quite as into it as y'all are, but I like it a lot. It's really good. I'm more. I I got more in love with uh with fights in tight spaces. That was that's a good one too. That game sucked mm-hmm. up so much of my time. Yeah. I loved it because that's got the, it's the same basic the idea part as well. It's kind of got the the positioning yes. stuff. 3D moving around, thinking like how to tactically. Oh. Oh, such a fun game. I gotta play it. They did more stuff. I gotta play it again. Um, so yeah, Magic Gathering is is fifteen percent of Hasbro's entire profits come from Magic the Gathering. So we'll see how that goes. Speaking of great video games, because like the thing about Slay the Spire is not only is it a great game, but it invented this whole new genre of rogue rogue building deck or roguelike deck builders, and all the sure. games in that genre are all good. Hear me out. Uh, the ones I've played are all very good. But another game that came out, you know, late last year, early this year, Vampire Survivors created its own uh, genre of games, which is called yes. Survivors Games. 20 Minutes Till Dawn, you know, those kind of games. Me and Smith, I'm not sure if Marcus has gotten on this train yet, but me and Smith have been playing Soulstone Survivors, which is a, a 3D uh, Survivors like. And it is like so amazing. It's such a good game. Marcus, you got to get on this. I mean, I'm I'm still playing the, the twenty minutes till daylight, and I'm playing the the hollow the hollow live version, which has like VTubers and stuff in it. So those are the ones I'm playing. Don't get me wrong; I go back to Vampire Survivors every time there's an update and clobber that new content as well. <laughs> so Soulstone, you got to get on it. It's pretty good. It, is it multiplayer? Uh, Cause like that, that seems like the next step up. That actually is a great idea of a, a multiplayer survivors game, Marcus. You would need to really tone it down though, because in Soulstone Survivors, at a certain point, I can't see the screen anymore. There's too many effects happening too fast to see anything. I disagree. So you need to tone it up. Make it oh, okay. even <laughs> even crazier. Tone it up. <laughs> Quadruple the enemies. <laughs> But I'm loving this game too. I have I started playing like three days ago, and I already have like 15 hours in the game. It is incredibly addictive. Yeah. Um, it's it's a th- it's 3D <clears throat> uh, vampire survivors basically with I think probably more characters and a bit more variety to to, to how yeah. things uh, play Not out. Not as polished as vampire survivors for sure. It's still it's early access, which I know vampire survivors was for a long time. It hit 1.0 right. Vampire survivors. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this game hasn't hit that yet. Um, so it's got some bugs, but it's pretty. It's pretty fun. I recommend it. Everyone listening. Oh, Marcus, you can ask this question. Yeah. In Vampire Survivors, can you fake? Can you run one way and face another while shooting your attacks out? No. Okay. See, that was my problem with that game. Is I didn't like that. 
<laughs> but you could do that in Hollow Cure. <laughs> and you can do it in Soul Soul Survivors as well. Nice. Yeah, because there are some attacks where you need to point a direction, but I usually avoid those. I'm more the AoE, give me the garlic, give me the lightning bolts. <laughs> give me the garlic. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I can. I can see you. That's what my I, Marcus, I see you as an AOE guy in all respects. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You don't have the. You don't. You don't. You don't seem to be the kind of guy who does a single target approach. You're. You're always spreading Fuck it around. That. No. <laughs> it's everyone or no one. <laughs> but yeah, I. I'm. I like the Spellblade in Soul Soul Survivors and the Paladin. The Paladin has really gotten me uh, oh, yeah. some crazy wins so far on the Paladin. I made it through Endless 2 and got into doing some 3 stuff where you fight 4 bosses at once. Holy bejesus, 4 bosses at once is crazy. The screen yeah. is just insanely it, it, filled it, it, with yeah. shit. <clears throat> There's just so much shit on the screen. And it's awesome. Even even with 4 dashes, I couldn't do it. It was it was just too much at a certain point. 4, four. dashes? You get iframes on those? You yeah, do, you do. yes. Oh shit. Which is nice. <laughs> Still don't know the difference between armor power and block power. I'm hoping to figure that out. Well, at some point. I figured it out. First of all, if you pause the game, you can hover on all the stats and I'll tell you what they do. This is how I figured it out. Why would I pause? Okay. Well, <laughs> and it's kind of on them. Block power is block chance. That is your chance of not taking any damage when an attack comes your way. And armor power okay. is just mitigating damage. I wonder which one is better in the long run. I think it just depends on what character you're playing. I'm sure somebody's gonna crunch the numbers to figure out like what the optimal the game's got a lot of numbers is. to crunch. A lot of there are a lot of so numbers, numbers to crunch. <laughs> also, have you figured out what happens if you stack like the poison upgrade or the doom upgrades? Like, what happens if you take it more than once? I think you just Does get a higher the chance. chance or just the damage. I think you get a higher chance, okay. but I don't actually know. That would require me to be a freaking nerd who does math. <laughs> yeah, that would require you to be a nerd that does math. I'm too for busy sure. being cool. Yeah. It's like what Seth? You don't you don't just go into the fucking code and figure out all these things when you oh, play yeah. a game. I have this thing where I don't <laughs> read anything in a video game. I wish I've ever told you guys this. I don't read at all. Like especially in this game, I just like, <laughs> I'll read the first like five words of a power up and then I'll just choose it. I'll be like, that, that sounds good. I'll get that one. I'll get that one. It wasn't even until mm. yesterday that I found out that if you get one of the um, the power ups that powers up a kind of power. They all level mm -hmm. one up. I thought it just gave them more. Yeah. I thought, oh, it, it levels them all up. I just found that out because I just read that text. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I hate to admit this, but I more often than not just click the rarest one. <laughs> I do that quite often. I mean, it's wow. it's pretty effective strategy. I mean, the rare ones are rare for a reason. They're like those damn magic cards, you know? Well, I'm the odd one out. I'm reading fucking everything. <laughs> but like, if there's, an, if there's an orange power and it's, it says it's legendary, come on, I'm gonna you're gonna take. take I'm, I'm going to take read that it over and the see common what the fuck power it does. Comes up all the time. Ugh, common powers. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> At least uncommon, please. Uh, but yeah, they gave me rules. Having a lot of fun playing it, Seth. I, at the literally during the podcast last week, you found out about it, yep. and you said at it on the end on of the, the podcast, podcast, I bought it, <laughs> bought it. it, played a run right after, and sent you guys a message saying it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah there you done. Now we're here a week later. I want to play against the storm, which is a roguelike uh, city, city builder. builder. Yeah. Which y'all know me. I love a goddamn city builder and a roguelike one sounds pretty dope to me. Right. Did you like um what was it called? 
Frostpunk? I love Frostpunk. Okay. Did you get all the DLC and shit? Uh, I played. I only played one, I think. No. You, went, you went to London or something like that? A, something like that, yeah. I was. Because I was like. Uh, I started playing Frostpunk, then I like quit for a while, then I came back and fucking demolished that shit. <laughs> I was like, oh yes, this is tight. Shit, Jimmy lost the fucking arm. <laughs> Take this prosthetic and get back to work. <laughs> Marcus, did you go uh, 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 Jesus Freak or Fascist for your for your run? Fascist. I hate to say it, but god damn it, it was so, I don't have to worry about your fucking hope. Get to work and you'll live. <laughs> I gotta say that new strategy game, Victoria <sighs> Three. I love mm-hmm. seeing tweets about it because they're all like, "Oh yeah, I found out that like if you try to, if if you try to pay workers enough, the the factory closes down because you can't make enough profits." And I'm like, and then it's like, "Oh yeah," and basically everything that's wrong with capitalism, people are figuring out through this video game, and it's hilarious. Oh. <laughs> They didn't play Vicky 2. The exact same shit happened in Vicky 2. I put so much time into Vicky 2, and capitalism was the absolute worst way to play that game. Because I'm at war! I'm at war! I don't need factories for furniture! I need bullets! Make me bullets! And the capitalists <laughs> like, no, fuck you. We don't want bullets. We want furniture. And I'm like, that's not profitable enough. <laughs> We're dying! We're losing! Mexico is killing us! We need help! <laughs> So yes, they, uh, Vicky 3 looks fun. I'm not willing to put... I haven't bought it yet because I'm like, I don't have 600 hours to lose in that game. Yeah. Um, but it looks fun as fuck. I do like the fact that they, they're so detailed on some stuff. Like if you... <laughs> if you happen to take over uh, Germany as a different, different country, uh, as like say like Estonia or some shit, it modifies Karl Marx's name when he's born to the, the nationality that now owns Germany. That's cool. Which is pretty funny. Wow. <laughs> Oh, speaking of Estonia, um, uh, uh, Disco Elysium uh, yeah. has so so on the same day, Zom, the company that makes Disco Elysium, what's left of it now, the, the people put out a press release saying that the two, the three people they fired were all shitty people that were hard to work with and were were bad at the job. And then the exact same day that those guys who were fired put out a statement saying they now believe the guy who owns the company used fraud uh, to acquire the money to buy the company's stocks from other investors. Yeah. And so it's a duel. And they say they have enough proof and they obviously want to take this to court. Um, And I wish those guys the best of fucking luck because just the, the absolute just dramatic irony of that game the pe- people that are going to be taken over by a capitalist fucking um, on a slumlord um, and being run out of their own company is just, I don't know. It's just so weird and ironic to me in, in the worst way. Pure travesty. Pure travesty. Because Disco Elysium is um, like one of the, and that's like one of the greatest games ever made. Like not just recently. I mean, that's like one of the GOAT games. And it just because the game is so cool, it has, it has all the the great politics you would want out of a good game made by good people, and just fucking dope and funny. There's so much funny stuff that happens in the game, and it's just been taken away from these guys who who really really love the world. I mean, the guy he wrote a novel in the setting before the the game even came out, um, and he lost that too. He can't he can't publish any more works in his own world anymore. Um, what the fuck? Yeah. But if you think about it, you think about it, 
this is the most Disco Elysium ending to their story. It is. Really. Pretty mm. wild. Unfortunately. Damn. Um, I hope, yeah, like you, Seth, I wish them the best. I hope they win because I, I want to see a Disco Elysium too. I want to see something else made in that world by those people because it was such a transcendent experience that I'm, nothing's come close to it. Yeah. Know? I know the day that they yeah. got ran out of the company, people were, there was somebody who tweeted like, you know, because the new guy wants to just make money off the game, obviously. And they're like, oh, are we going to see Kim Katsuragi Fortnite skins? And I like, I just died. I was like, oh my, please don't have that happen. Please. God. God, Seth, that's so cursed. That would just be the most, that would be the saddest thing ever. There's a bunch of kids running around. I mean, you've already got Luke, Darth Vader. Kim Katsuragi. Kratos. <laughs> It's inevitable, guys. I think it's Don't inevitable. they have, like, Goku and Naruto and shit Goku, in there as well? Naruto. Goku, Naruto, Spider-Man. Marvel. <laughs> There's no... Everything. Predator. Fucking everything's in there. I, my I my skin forget. right now is LeBron James. <laughs> I'll never forget the sight of when they did the MLK Day thing, and you had uh, Rick, like, hitting the dab in the middle of the goddamn And you could use MLK the whip emoji, they, and they couldn't they, turn the whip emote off fucking, because of the promotion. They fucking brought that back this year, and I was like, why? Why are you doing yeah. it again? <laughs> I think their reasoning oh. would be, you know what, guys? It was so bad the first time, it can't be as bad the second time. <laughs> we, we've already done it once, and we survived, so... Maybe not everything has to be in a video game, you know? Maybe not everything has to be there. Maybe it's a better, a better avenue for what you're trying to do. Right. Oh my oh god. god. Alright. Um, oh, I will say this. I guess we should, we should get into the ending part of the, the, sure. the podcast. Um, I'll start off. I have been watching on the Netflix um, a show called The Midnight Club. I watched um, that show. I believe Seth recommended it uh, to me as well, mm-hmm. um, and I chose uh, Cabinet of Curiosities instead. That was a mistake. Uh, Midnight Club fucking <laughs> whips ass. It's good. Uh, Mike Flanagan knows what the fuck he's doing. He understands. Here's how you make horror long form: just like a drama, and add some spooky shit in there. Yeah, and just add progressively more and more spooky shit. Uh, as it goes on that first episode with the 40 something jump scares when i saw it i was like ah i see it's a joke you've made a joke sir yeah this is this is amusing to me <laughs> also I it's this. great to see heather langenkamp and stuff that's just yep. so cool to me i don't see her and stuff very often she's great but i here's my one wish okay, okay. I, haven't, I haven't done this i haven't tried to figure it out yet i'm not doing this show. i got two episodes left i really really want the actor who plays Anya mm-hmm. to like, I want us to interview with her and she just opens her mouth. And what comes out is just a redneck accent. Yeah. I want us to get a win. Or just an, <laughs> any American accent would be great. I want our people, but sure. I think, I take a New Jersey accent, whatever, yeah. something over a, another, at least this time she's honest. I'm Irish. I'm in the show, I guess. Yeah. And I just want that. I want us to get a win. I want one for us. All right, I'm so tired of all the all the actors trying to be British. I'm done with it. All of them. I apologize to you, by the way, actor who plays Anya. I know you're Irish uh, and you're better than the British. That's okay. I'm, I yeah. apologize, but that general part of the world, we want to win for once. Nice. 
Well, I will put in a quick recommendation. I, last week, went and saw Park Chan-wook's new movie, Decision to Leave. And holy fucking goddamn, that thing motherfucking whips, okay? It is an incredible movie. Uh, it's a, it's a, in a long string of movies I watch that are all like well over two hours, but don't feel it at all. So well made, fucking just, I mean, I don't, I don't even want to spoil the thing that I love so much about the movie because I think everyone should watch it. There's something Park Chan-wook does better than any currently working director. I Maybe Wong Kar-wai is a good example of a guy who also does this, but so fucking good and i really love the movie and then i went and saw james gray's new movie armageddon time which was not amazing but it does have jeremy strong doing basically a ray romano impression but like imagine if ray romano beat his children that would that's like what, what is that imagine <laughs> um that is it's actually a decent movie and it does have a um a scene where a bunch of children are chanting Ronald Reagan's name, and it just feels so chilling watching it in the modern day. Um, but it's, it's, it's a decent movie, not great. But if you have t- if you have time and it's playing near you, or you could find it somewhere on the high seas, Decision to Leave is the fucking movie to watch. The thing is great. I <laughs> I have been fucking playing Spider Man nice. <laughs> Remastered on great the PC. It's it's an amazing game. I've also gone back to twenty minutes yeah. till dawn. <laughs> Another great one. It's I'm getting through it, but it's like God. It's way more. Work. I have to focus more, more than Vampire Survivors, since I actually have to aim at these fuckers. I I'm really about the elemental damage, show fire, ice, thunder. All elemental SMGs is kind of the best build on. Most characters, there's some that benefit from other stuff, but I think Elemental SMGs is kind of mm-hmm. the easiest one. I'm really trying to make a summoner damage work, so I usually take the, the weird bat gun and then just try to stack summoner damage. <laughs> just have I bats all over the map. Run. Have those bats. So, yeah. Ooh. Um, that was interesting. Okay. Nice. With glare and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, you have to use the character who has the, the dash... Um, that that does damage mm. because otherwise you otherwise you can't use okay. the power ups to kill something. She means you have to use a bullet, but you don't have to if you use her. Right. Okay. okay. But yeah, that's that's what I've been doing. Other than that, just been watching Jacob Geller videos nice. and internet historian shit. I fucking I'm I'm all on board He's with Jacob Geller best, and man. his like fucking essays. I love them. He makes me want to play I so know. many games that I haven't even heard of. <laughs> just like he really makes me want to play Sekiro too. I'm yeah, like, Sekiro Ooh. sounds good. <sighs> nice. But yeah, that's that's what I've been doing. All right. Well, this has been the Lineals Podcast. I am Smith. You can find me on Twitter for now at MC Surf. I'm Seth. Thinking about the things that I write about movies and television on indistinct-shatter.io. Uh, Marcus, you can find me on Instagram at Mr. Beaches. And I stream on Twitch at Mr. C Beaches. <laughs> and I occasionally do art on the, the podcast. Multi-hyphenate. <laughs> um, our theme song was done by Ben Powell, who streams at the Ben Powell, currently streaming uh, God of War Ragnarok. Um, so if you're into that game and you're not already concerned about spoilers for the story or anything, 
uh, go check him out. He's he's been having fun. You can lead a horse to water, but you cannot make him get under it. Uh, fuck the price of insulin. <laughs> uh, pour some out for tequila sunshine. Okay. <clears throat> um, we have stopped trying to solve our problems. We're trying to outlive them. And from New Orleans, New York, that's the Lenny's podcast, baby. We're out. Out. Peace.